I work with people who don't like social media, but know they need it for their business. And the people that I work with, the reason they don't like it is because they have this really big special gift to give the world, right? Whatever that is, it's something that they believe like, you know, whether it's, you know, helping people with their health or bringing plants into homes, you know, it's, it's something that's going to make the world a better place. And so those type of people tend to be very sensitive. And so I hold my clients very close to my heart. I'm like, they're doing very good work and we have to really show up for them. Hey, 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 you are listening to the Master Delegator Podcast. My name is Christy Yoder, founder and CEO of Smart VAs and your podcast host. Can I tell you a secret? I am obsessed with teamwork and delegation. I consider myself a lazy entrepreneur, not because I don't like working, but because I always find ways to do things in the most effective and easiest way. I was born and raised in Manila, Philippines, moved to the States and grew my agency from one person to now more than 70 plus team members as of this recording. I was able to grow my business 10 times more after I hired my first virtual assistant within three months. And together with my team, we have helped more than 200 stressed and overwhelmed business owners scale their businesses by delegating to virtual assistants. I was able to grow my agency from zero to a six-figure business all because of delegation. And that's why my goal in this podcast is to help you grow your business by giving you fresh perspectives on delegation, outsourcing, and up-to-date proven business strategies, and teaching you how to scale your business while living a freedom-filled lifestyle. So, are you ready to become a master delegator? Let's dive right in. Ready to become the ultimate delegation ninja? Mastering the art of delegation means handing the right task to the right skill sets like a boss. And who says delegation is just about passing the buck? We're here to show you how to strategically assign responsibilities like a pro and achieve jaw-dropping results. Join us in this episode where we'll dive into the nitty gritty of effective task delegation and discover how to align talents and tasks for maximum team awesomeness. So in today's episode, I will be joined by Lauren Litt. She is the owner and lead social media manager at Lil Shameless Blog. Lil Shameless Blog is a social media management company dedicated to the creation and creation of quality content. If you don't like social media, but know you need it for your business, Lauren can help you create a masterful social media plan. Since opening Lil Shameless Vlog, Lauren has had the pleasure of working with a variety of independent entrepreneurs, brick and mortars, and even an Oscar qualifying film festival. So tune into this episode so that you can learn how you can delegate like a boss. All right, Lauren, welcome to the Master Delegator Podcast. Thank you, Christy. As you know, I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited to learn from you and I'm so excited for our audience to to learn from you as well. And the topic that we're going to talk about today is making sure that, you know, us business owners delegate appropriate tasks to appropriate skill sets. So tell me about how you learned that and why you think that is important. Um, 
Such a good question. Number one, for me, this is actually my biggest struggle. Like when you reached out and I was like, I'm going to be on this podcast. I was like, but I'm terrible at delegating. (laughs) I am terrible at this because I am a perfectionist. You know, I like things done the way I like them. And so this has been, a. and when I ask my team, they don't feel micromanaged, but I feel like I'm hovering all the time. So I don't want anybody to think like, oh, someday I'll just feel better about delegating. Like I'm 10 years into my business almost, and I still have struggles, but the very first employee I hired, Gerilyn, who is still with my company, um, I hired her because I gelled, we gelled personality-wise really well. Um, I had asked her to do like a, um, back then I was looking for just someone to assist me with my social media management business. And I was looking for a couple skill sets. So I had her do a couple tasks and she worked at them. But Gerilyn is a brilliant SEO strategist. She came to me saying, I do SEO, I do some social media too. And I was like, great, I only want your social media stuff. And Gerilyn was fine in that role, right? She did, she didn't do poorly. She's still with my company, but she was nowhere near as brilliant as the person that I hired to replace her, Rizzy, who is fantastic at social media and loves it and just dives into it. And so that lesson taught me, you really need to lean into the skill set of the person coming. One, know the job you need, be very clear about it. And also don't expect one person to do 10 different jobs. Right. Like that's just, it's a recipe for disaster. I totally agree because if we don't expect ourselves to do everything in our business, we don't, we shouldn't expect our VAs to do everything in our business as well. So, and I think to that point, just to go like, we think, okay, I'm a solopreneur. I'm doing all the things. Someone else should do all the things also, but you own your business. You chose this chaos for yourself. That person is like, no, I'm super good at spreadsheets or I'm super good at email and, you know, customer service. Like they're not, they're not jumping into the chaos of everything because they don't have to, they didn't start their own business. Right. Exactly. So you have employed 10 people and currently you have seven team members. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are those seven team members doing for you? Um, let's see. So I have a social media head of operations, Um, I've got currently one social media manager. We've got, uh, the head of SEO, a web designer, uh, SEO strategist, Gerilyn, um, see that's five. I'm like, who, who am I missing? Oh, and then I have two YouTube specialists. That is awesome. Hey, are you sick and tired of being overwhelmed because you are doing everything alone in your business and can't scale because you don't have a team supporting you? Well, you don't have to worry anymore because smart VAs can provide you with a team of experience, virtual assistants that can do different tasks to support your growth. From admin to bookkeeping to social media, video and podcast editing, to website, graphics, SEO, and customer service, Smart VA's team can help you grow your business without any worries or stress from all the tasks weighing down on you. If you are a busy entrepreneur who needs help with your day-to-day tasks so you can focus on growing your business, then you have to visit smartvirtualassistant.com. How did you make sure that those 
people with different skill sets can do whatever whatever it is that you want them to do? Like, how did you hire them? I, number one, if you have not discovered onlinejobs.ph yet, I, I yep. cannot recommend uh-huh. it. Or ask Christy. She yes. has a fabulous VA service. Mm-hmm. Um, I really believe that everybody has their internal brilliance. And one of the things that I was completely unprepared for as a business owner is how much I love creating jobs. You know, seeing someone mm-hmm. who is a genius at something and ha- pairing them with that task that you need and being like, you're doing this better than I ever could have. And so for me, it's really cl- about writing clear expectations for the job, having some form of task that you ask them to do to like prove that this is something they actually want to do and something they could be good at. And the, that person you hire doesn't have to be the person that did it the best. They just have to show an aptitude for it and a willingness mm-hmm. to learn. So exactly. I love that. And you said earlier that you are such a perfectionist and mm-hmm. you have that tendency to micromanage people, although your team members don't feel like you're micromanaging them. Yeah, we do these, you know, every six months I check in, like, how's everybody doing? And I invite them to give me feedback too. And they're Mm -hmm. always like, no, I'm like, don't you think I'm a micromanager? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you (laughs) can be honest. (laughs) You have to be honest with me. So so how did you get over that kind of, you know, struggle? Like, you know, because somebody who's um, who's having, would you say that you had a hard time letting go as well because of your perfectionism? So yeah. how did you manage to delegate and just trust those people to to do your projects or your tasks? Yeah, I mean, I work with people who don't like social media, but know they need it for their business. And the people that I work with, the reason they don't like it is because they have this really big special gift to give the world, right? Whatever that is, it's something that they believe like, you know, whether it's, you know, helping people with their health or bringing plants into homes, you know, it's, it's something that's going to make the world a better place. And so those type of people tend to be very sensitive. And so I hold my clients very close to my heart. I'm like, they're doing very good work and we have to really show up for them. And the trust part of being like, okay, this other person is going to do this. Like I said, it's, it's that space of genius. Like my genius is strategy. And I see the brilliance in someone, you know, when I, Christy, if we were talking about your social media, I would be like, oh, Christy, these are the three things you're going to do. And it's going to be fabulous. And you would be like, yes, that's exactly what I want to be doing and showing up. And so that's my brilliance is the Mm -hmm. strategy and the overall thing. The day to day is not my strong suit, even though I can jump in and do something I think better you know, um, than some of my people, their day-to-day actions, the way they're able to follow through is way better than me jumping in and doing one post, right? And so it's finding the people who have the skill sets you're looking for and having the trust in them over time that they're going to deliver for people. And that's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it is, and, yeah. if, and if you don't, like, you know, I've had employees that weren't correct for their positions before. In fact, you know, my longest employee, Geraldine, she's held a couple different roles in, in in the company until we got to the place she is now because she wasn't a brilliant social media strategist. She yeah. was good. Mm-hmm. But until I found that person who I was like, I can 1000% rely that this stuff is going to be getting done and it's going to be getting done in a new way that's, you know, up with the times, then I could relax and kind of let it go. So if you really don't trust in your heart, it's probably because you don't have the right person and that's okay. 
Not everybody is right for everything. Exactly. I totally agree agree 100%. So to kind of just summarize what you said, like you, you know what you're good at and you know your weaknesses and Mm -hmm. you know what you're not good at or, um, your weaknesses you delegate yeah, those I have to other people yeah, yeah I'm, I'm open about that and and sometimes you know like in business it's not sometimes sometimes it's not even just delegating your weaknesses it's not just delegating what you're not good at it's also about delegating what you're not passionate about and mm-hmm. delegating I mean I, I feel like at the moment I'm at the point of in in the business where even things that I'm good at I delegate because there there are higher or bigger things that I need to focus on. And I know that if I focus on those things and delegate those other things that even though I can do them, I will have so much free time to give to my bigger goals, you know? And at the end of the day, I feel like for me, like the reason why I delegate is that because at the end of the day, I just don't, I just want to be the CEO of my business. You know, I don't want to do the nitty gritty part of of the business. I just want to be on the beach, you know, whenever yeah. I can, yeah. because isn't that our goal? Like for running a business, maybe it's different for other people. Maybe for other people, they really want to be in the business. But I feel like at the beginning of, of the beginning, when I started my agency, I want to be in the business because it's my baby and it's still, you know, growing slowly. I want to make sure that I work hand in hand with people, mm-hmm. you know, that I, that I hired. But now that, you know, we've, we've been in the business for like, about four years now I'm at the point where like I just trust everybody in the business if they make a mistake then they make a mistake they'll learn from it you know it's not like they make a mistake and it's gonna cause the business to close the following day yeah yeah so I I feel like just for me the main goal of like really delegating is to be the CEO of your business and be able to have freedom and flexibility and you won't be able to have those things if you're not delegating if you don't trust the people that you hired When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. A thousand percent. And I also feel that I've been doing this for a very long time. You've had your business for a long time as well. And I was at the point earlier this year where I was like, well, maybe I just bring it all back. Like maybe I just let go of a bunch of people, let go of some clients and it's just me. And I hated that idea so much. Like I was like, I can do this, but I didn't want to because I've, I've already been on that path, right? Like I'm on a new path. I'm learning new skills. I'm learning leadership skills and I'm learning different marketing skills in the CEO hat of my business, right? Like these are new problems and they're exciting and they're very difficult, but I didn't want to go backwards. You know, I want to go forwards. Exactly. That's also, if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I could never, I want to be in my business all day that's great. You're probably still in that phase of like, this is the phase you're in. You may someday get to a different phase and that's great too. Yeah, exactly. And the reason why we can't be contained in just one space is because we're very ambitious. 
right? We don't want to be. Oh. <laughs> we, we, we don't want to be in the same place in the next one or two years. We want our business to scale and to grow. And I think that's one main. Um, that's uh, that's our main. Uh, common denominator. No, denominator yeah. is that the correct thing? Yeah, I think our so. similarity. I'll just use yeah. that. <laughs> one of our too. main similarities we're very ambitious to the point where we're able to you know you're able to your business um is able to support you and your husband and mm-hmm. my business is able to support me and my husband as well so my business is providing for me and for my whole family and so there is no there is no time to like kind of like joke around you know this is a serious thing you know like yeah. I need to really everything that I need that I'm doing in the business needs to bring in something back to the business you know because exactly. if it all fails which I know it's not going to fail yeah <laughs> knock on wood like yeah happening, you know because yeah. if it all fails you know where are we gonna go you know I mean I know there are other you know um opportunities out there but your business is your baby and you have to mm-hmm. do all things to make it grow yeah and it's I don't know that I believe every year it has to be better than the last Mm -hmm. unless we're defining better as new challenges. And sometimes Mm -hmm. those challenges are increasing the revenue of the business. And sometimes those challenges are getting, um, you know, more streamlined, better um, internal processes. That sometimes is the challenge, but yeah, like, I don't, I, I don't ever want to be in charge of this huge thing where I don't mm. know the clients and I don't know the people working for me, but I think we could definitely grow a little more, you know, like right. there's, there's that, there's that in between space. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, I want a business of my own. I like this. It's difficult. And that's part of the fun. Yeah, exactly. Hey, are you looking for a community to learn how you can be effective in delegation so you can focus on the things that matter the most in your business and grow to six to seven figures? If this is you, then today is your lucky day. Join our Facebook group today to get your questions answered on delegation, outsourcing, business growth, hiring members, and many more. We offer so much value in the group, so join our growing community by going to facebook.com slash groups slash master delegator. See you there! Now, with seven team members, how do you make sure that they are all doing the tasks that you delegated to them accordingly and on time? How yeah, do you manage great. them? Um, so I have always been the person who I don't care when you're doing your work. I don't care what you're doing. Because again, you know, my very first employee was from the Philippines. We are completely opposite in the time zone. And I was like, that's insane to ask her to work nine to five. You know, that's her overnight. That would be wild. Um, as long as you're getting your tasks done by the due date, we're good, right? That's always been my position. And so for me, um, we've developed over the years a kind of spreadsheet tracking system. And at the, this point in the business, we do a weekly check-in where each of the team members is in charge of different um, markers, I will say for whatever their portion of the business is. And they fill in the spreadsheets. They leave some notes for me saying like, Hey, we didn't see growth here, or this is something new. We should 
take a look at, right? Or like, wow, this client is really dropping. Can we go back and look at the content that they're doing? And then I review that and I keep track of it, you know, and it's, I, I normally do my reviews on Sunday afternoon. Like I open my little spreadsheet and I keep track and I leave notes. And that has been, I think the best because I truly believe that if you turn the job over to someone and you really do that, which is really hard, they're going to surprise you by how good they are. Cause they are like, you trust me to do this, you know? And so they're going to be intuitive and they're going to be better at it. Cause they're spending all day doing this one thing. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah. They will have, you know, the freedom to, to work and on the tasks, however yeah. they see. Yeah. Like, like my, you know, I have two YouTube strategists because we have a lot of, of that client. Um, and sometimes I'm jealous of them. I'm like, that is so cool. I want to spend all day doing YouTube. That's yeah. so fun, you know? So they get to do that. But I, yeah, it's it's just, that's, I think, what's worked best for us. Yeah, that, that is awesome. So um, what, how, what, what do you think is the best way to delegate? Um, a little bit more than you're comfortable with. Mm. <laughs> that's the answer I'm giving you. <laughs> Um, you know, it's a wait, let me repeat that again. A little bit more than you're comfortable with. Yes. That's profound. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're saying, okay, I'm just gonna give you this, that means that I'm still holding on a little too tightly to something. Mm -hmm. And then you fall into that, you know, multi or you know, what do they call it when you're hovering over people? Micromanaging. Micromanaging. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when you're, uh, you know, too much in it and you will know you're doing that because you have big turnover, you know, like you need to let people do their jobs and it is uncomfortable to take a step back. It just is. Yeah. I actually saw a quote yesterday. Um, this may be off topic, but it's kind of the same. Let's go there. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a purpose-driven um, entrepreneur and a faith-based entrepreneur as well. And I saw this quote. It says there, um, God will put you in uncomfortable situations so that you will move. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. it, even in delegation, right? Like, you know it's time for you to move when you feel uncomfortable already. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, that's, they, they talk about when we learn to walk, right? Learning to yeah. walk meant you were falling forward. Like you literally are following, trusting yourself. So we have to do that with every aspect of our lives. I always um, have a phrase that just has resounded through my entire career, both acting and this, like um, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So like the way we learn to walk is the way you run a business is the way you clean your house is the way you, you are with your husband, you know, like you have to do a little bit of that uncomfortableness in everywhere. Yeah, that, that is really true. Um, and I like, I like getting out of my comfort zone as well. I feel like that's one thing that you need to learn about when, when you're delegating, you know, it may be hard to delegate a task that you know you're not sure about delegating but you know after six months or one year just look at the time that you're able to save up just because you delegated that one specific task so yeah. 
Yeah. So where can people find you online? And if there's any resource that you would like to share with us? Oh, yeah. Um, so in social media, I really believe in really focusing in on one platform. And so my hero platform, that's what I call it, is Instagram. You could go find me over there at Lauren.Lit. That's L-A-U-R-E-N dot L-I-T-T. And when you're there, go ahead and click the link in my bio. And I would love for you to take a look at my quiz. I'm so proud of this, you all. It is the social cocktail quiz, the social happy cocktail quiz. And it I teaches love the name. you. Thank you. <laughs> it teaches you how to release your inhibitions online so that you can attract the perfect client. Um, no alcohol is required. But you will be given a recipe at the end for your Ooh. social cocktail. So I love that. I should try that. I know you sent me the link to that. I should I should try that. You have to let me know what cocktail you yes. get. I created all the cocktails. I'm very excited okay, about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna um check that out later today and then I'll let you know the results I got. But um, yeah, all the links that you mentioned, I'm going to put that in the show notes so that people can um, go to your website and also check out your quiz. Thank you so much, Lauren, for your time today. I appreciate it. Christy, this was fabulous. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you like this episode, please share this with your entrepreneur or business owner friends on social media so they can have freedom and flexibility while running a successful business as well. Please also subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback will inspire me to continue creating content like this and help me improve this podcast show for you. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll see you again on the next episode.